Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Hey, welcome everyone. You know, publishing scams have been out there probably since the beginning of time when people started sketching uh, onto stones with uh, rocks and hammers and <laughs> such like that. There's probably someone there saying, hey, I bet I can make you a bestseller, make you lots and lots of money. Well, I hate to admit it, but I actually fell for one of those scams a couple of weeks ago. Me, I actually wrote a book about scams and I, I fell for it and uh, I'll tell you about it. And on our show today, we have an expert who will tell you about other publishing scams and how to protect yourself as an author and editor and ghostwriter so you don't get sold a bill of goods. Welcome, everyone. I'm Dan Janelle, and I am delighted that you're on our show today. Uh, I got this email a couple of weeks ago. It was too good to be true. This, which should have been the first tip off. Uh, basically, this guy said, uh, hey, I need to hire a ghostwriter. Uh, I read your stuff and uh, I'd like to hire you. And I thought, wow, this is uh, interesting. And I said, I wonder if he's going to pay a professional price. So he said he needed 2,248 words, which again, should have been a tip off. No one asked for 2,248 words, 2,000 words, 2,500 words, 3,000 words, no problem. 22,480 that was kind of weird. Okay. So I wrote back and said, well, uh, what is your budget? And he said, my budget is $3,000. And I thought, wow, he's paying a professional fee, you know, a dollar a word. That's, that's what good magazine writers get. So again, my alarm should have been going off, but they didn't. And I said, yeah, that's great. Uh, I can work for that fee. He said, wonderful. What's your address? I'll send you the contract. Let's get started. And I did. Later that night, I started thinking, you know, I've never gotten an assignment without jumping through at least 16 barrels and 14 hoops and having to give references and on and on and on. And granted, my ego might have been something. I might have been saying, you know, Dan's written 13 books. Dan is an internationally known uh, person. Uh, Dan's done all these wonderful things. He just naturally assumed that, you know, uh, he read my reputation and thought I was wonderful and hired me on the spot. But later that night, I said, you know, this is just not lining up right. And I wrote back to him and said, no, I don't think this is a good fit. Uh, Thank you very much, but I have to decline. And he wrote back and said, you can't decline. We have a contract. I'm going to send you a check and you better deposit it. And that's when I knew it was a scam. And that's when I started going back with emails on, rather, they were texts that I will not repeat because it got pretty heated. My lawyer later says I should not have gotten heated. (laughs) But anyway, that was the scam. And sure enough, he sent me this check that was not for for $3,000, but it was for $9,000. So Tom Antion, Tom runs scam busters. Tom knows every scam under the sun. Welcome to our show, Tom. What should I have done when I got that first email? You should have deleted it immediately. None of it was worth your time. I mean, if he didn't specifically pick out information that you had written before and how he learned about you and a lot of specific information, 
it was just general. It's a scam. It's just uh, he sent out hundreds or thousands of those or millions of them, and uh, uh, it get, gets people to respond. So, uh, but what was going on is it was an overpayment scam, which is not just in the writing field. It's in all kinds of fields uh, on Craigslist. You know, they send you too much money for the car that you bought or the TV or whatever. And they happen to be, not be local because they're on an international assignment and they uh, they want you to handle all the details. And so what happens is, as they send you more money, either uh, in the in the physical product, it's uh, to handle the shipping of it to someplace. And you pay for the shipping to their scammer friend or to them and with your good money. And then their check bounces because it was no good in the first place. And so they just scammed you out of your over uh, your your payment or overpayment, they call it. And uh, and then you may have shipped the product to them too, and in, the, in a physical product case, and then you are out the product and the money. But in the case of uh, writing, they just it was a just straight overpayment scam where they were going to ask you to return the the overpayment, and then um, the the first check was no good. That's sim- very simple. It's very common too. Now, well, uh, what? I should have known better, and I'm sure people who have seen other things like this, and now they hear you telling it as well, but, you know, we're flattered. You know, what, what can we do? How can we separate the wheat from the chaff at the very beginning <laughs> stages to make sure we don't fall down that rabbit hole? Well, there's, uh, yeah, you have to get your ego out of it because uh, there's, a, there's an old saying in the scam world that if uh, you think you're too smart to be scammed, I want to meet you. actually the smarter people are the easier they are to scam because a lot of street savvy people that aren't real educated or street savvy they've already been hit up with everything under the sun they're skeptical of everything but a, a professional that's highly educated and everything can be led down a path very easily with social engineering and and saying the right things and pushing the right buttons and if you send out a million emails you know, you're going to push somebody's buttons and a couple people that respond favorably to them, that, that might be enough money to feed their family for a year, you know, for just one one scam, you know, if it's a, one of these from other countries. Tom, how did you get into this scam busting business? I got known as a consumer advocate and people started coming from all directions saying, this guy scammed me, this girl scammed me. And so I, I uh, developed a show in Hollywood called Scam Brigade. And um uh, the, uh, the, the, there used to be, um, seminar scammers because there's so many people in the seminar world that are pulling these tricks on writers and everybody else. Uh, and then that was too narrow for the Hollywood. So they said, call it something bigger and do all kinds of scams. So I got all kinds of scams to know about. So basically is educate yourself, you know, if so and you said it earlier, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Um, and once you see as many of them as I see, you know, I just instantly delete. It's just not worth the time to but to go back and forth with them. What I really like is on YouTube, there's a lot of reverse scammers, really highly technical people that reverse scam the scammer and take over their computer and then just mess with them. Oh, they get millions and millions of views because they're really messing with them. There's also a voiceover artist. She is so good. She pretends to be Siri. Like she's mm-hmm. talking to the scammer as Siri, and then she gets this long conversation 
It's it's hysterical. But anyway, uh, you'll start recognizing them, but just don't send any money to anybody for any purpose. It's uh, the chances of it being a real thing are totally uh, a a billion to one if they're asking you to send any money, which this guy would have gotten to that point. I'm sure he would have. In fact, when he said, when I actually called him a scammer and told him, you know, I know what you're doing, leave me alone. I'm going to return this to you. Uh, Let's end this right now. He got even more threatening and said, I'm going to sue you. We have a contract. My lawyer said, blah, blah, blah. Well, I actually called my lawyer because I was like kind of scared. Um, uh, and uh, my lawyer, who's like an expert on white collar crime, <laughs> uh, said, oh, no, you have nothing to worry about. He said, what was the amount for it? I told him. He said, oh, that's the amount that banks consider too low to go after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they knew exactly what they were doing. Now, talking about being scared, though, a lot of the scams uh, against the elderly, um, like the Jamaican lottery scam, this is where they tell you you want a lottery that you never joined, but you have to send the taxes. They use Google Earth. So these people are technical. They use Google Earth to say, you're the house with the blue door, aren't you? So if you resist at all, they scare the living heck out of you thinking that you know, they've, they're outside my door. They can see my house. They use Google Earth to do that. Yeah. Well, I, I remember this line from my old Superman comics, you know, about Lex Luthor. If only he used his powers for good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Tom, you, uh, let's talk about a whole bunch of other scams that yeah. authors may be liable to or subject to. But uh, before we do, you mentioned something about a seminar scam. What's that about? <laughs> I wrote an article on the top 20 seminar scams. And, you know, I made a fortune doing seminars. The only difference was I saw, I did what I promised the people I would do when I got paid. A lot of these seminar scams uh, are just crazy. They, uh, they, uh, they have a contract with you and they get every, they have stooges in the crowd to, to run and tell how great this deal is, but it's, they work for the seminar uh, leader and it's totally fake. And then they, um, you know, on the real estate people, they, they get you to raise your credit card fee. They teach you how to raise your credit card, not fees, but your limit mm-hmm. right on the phone. They, they're calling. And if you can't do it, they talk to the people, pretend to be you to raise your limit to 50 or 100,000, which just happens to be the amount that they charge for their supposed advanced training uh, at the end of the weekend. And, and there's been some of those and there's big name people that you would know their name. Everybody on earth knows their name. Total frauds. They, uh, the one guy, the, the CBC did a video on him, caught him uh, telling everybody about this $42 million mobile home park that they flipped and made millions on total vacant, vacant mm-hmm. land. <laughs> so, so these are these seminar things, and there's uh, over 20 of them. The article's been seen hundreds of thousands of times. And what I really love about it, I probably cost these these people millions and millions of dollars because I told people print it out and take it with you. And if any of these things happen, it's a scam. Well, thanks. We need someone like you sticking up for people like us and pointing out all the new scams because there's always one. Uh, you know, they're always one step ahead of us. That's what I learned when I wrote my book about scams uh, about 20, 20 plus years ago. It's only got worse. Yeah. Um, did you ever hear of smishing? Smishing? No, I haven't heard that. What's that? You've heard of phishing, right? Yeah. That's P-H-I-S. It's in, a, in an email scam. Well, smishing is a text scam, SMS scam. Mm. So you're getting all of them through text nowadays, too. So uh, 
pretty soon they'll be embedding them in your head with chips, you know. Uh, and and by the way, I just interviewed a guy on my podcast that said it is coming soon that you won't have any cell phones. They're already Google is doing uh, research. I think it was Google. He said of um, actually mind control of your devices. <laughs> and, it's, and I said, you're kidding me, right? He says, I'm not kidding. He's a, he was an angel investor, you know, so, you know, he, he believes in it. So there's all kinds of things. Now, um, I got a whole list here. I didn't want to forget any, but um, there's, uh, there's scams for, for writers, like um, a company will, will request submissions from multiple writers, okay? And then he, he says he's going to pay for the ones that he likes the best. Well, he tells everybody that it's all crap and he doesn't pay anybody and he gets all this content for free, which he resells through a legitimate uh, site to other companies looking for content. So, yeah, so so it's on spec. So you really wanted to avoid doing anything on spec or free because 99% of the time it is never going to make you any money or further your career. The only time I do anything for free, there was a writer is if I wanted to infiltrate a big name person, influencer, and offer something to them. Nobody like me comes and asks for free stuff, okay? No, no big company is going to ask you for free stuff. It's, it's just totally uh, a waste of time. You should always get a 50% deposit. And the, the ones that give you the deposit always pay the rest of it as long as you do your job. It's the people that want free stuff are the first ones that are going to screw you. So, so that's one. Another one is they dangle a large project in front of you uh, with that doesn't exist, but they dangle it in front of you to get you to write stuff for free on spec. They use it in places you'll never find, and then uh, you don't get paid. That's another one. Uh, another one is, and I know how you raised your eyebrows there. Uh, now, now, I got to tell you, some of these are legit. The problem is, is many aren't, and yet you could spend a long time trying to figure out if a company is legit or not. Uh, another one is an anthology scam. Mm. Anthologies are, are very common, a legitimate thing. I don't really care for them that much. I'd rather be the only guy in the book or the only girl in the book. But, um, but a lot of times they'll get a bunch of authors to pay money to be in the anthology, right? So you can say you're an author. And then either the book never gets done or they just print enough to give you your hundred copies that they promised you and they run off with the the rest of the money and they oversell it with too many authors and then the the projects oh we're waiting for some authors to get and it just drags out forever and ever and and you never get your money back tom Tom, let let me stop right there this has been really really great i i i want to go a little bit deeper on this anthology uh Mm -hmm. because i know there are other companies that actually do anthologies that publish the anthologies as a marketer, as a person who sold hundreds of thousands of books, made millions of dollars, and I've seen your bank statement, so I know this is true. I know, I know you're one of the good guys. Um, what do you think about anthologies? Are they a good deal for people or not? They're a great deal for the person that starts the anthology. <laughs> uh, it's very seldom do you get much prestige. Now, if I was going to be in an anthology, which the chances are pretty slim, but if I was... I, some anthology producers allow you to have multiple covers. So I would say, okay, if you want me to be in here, I want a, uh, you know, section with I'm on the cover. And then somebody else gets their picture on the cover. 
for their uh, they're the ones that they're going to distribute. So that's one thing that I would do if I was going to do it. But I just don't see unless there's really big name people in the anthology that you, you know, you want to rub off, uh, elbows with that. Uh, it's, it's that the, the amount of effort you could just write your own book. I mean, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, the amount of money you paid, you could get ghostwriters or legitimate writing coaches to help you. And, um, uh, so I'm not the big fan of it, but some aren't ripoffs at all. It's just I don't see the big uh, prestige of being lumped in with 30 other people on on a top. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. So we're just to be perfectly clear, there are some anthology producers who are clearly scammers who will never produce the book. And there are other people, mm-hmm. uh, people that you and I know who are like yeah. legitimate good people, good hearts, have the best of intentions. But you and I both agree that it may not be the best marketing tactic even though it is a legitimate enterprise. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So it's, uh, they're not cheating you in any way. It's just that it's not, uh, there's other way more other things you could do that would new bore for your career and your brand and your notoriety. Now, I don't want to use notoriety. That's being known for bad stuff. <laughs> your celebrity uh, increase. <laughs> Great. Tom, let's talk about some publishing uh, scams. You know, I have come across a lot of people who have given money to so-called publishing companies that have gotten mm-hmm. nothing for it. Now, granted, you know, 20, 30 years ago, we called them vanity publishers. Yep. And it was a well-known scam. And now there are hybrid publishers that are totally respectable and do a wonderful job. But how is a person going to know the difference between a legitimate hybrid publisher and a publisher that is going to take your money, run, not do any proofreading, or just give you a piece of crap as a result? Yeah, that's fairly easy is, is you don't just ask them for uh, some of the authors that, you know, they've worked with because they're going to cherry pick the best ones. There should be a complete list of, of, if they're any good, hundreds of books and authors. And then you go directly to the to a whole bunch of those randomly. And if all of them rave about how great it was and you weren't cherry picked, in other words, they didn't just tell you who to talk to. Then you know you got a reasonable chance that it's uh, good, but if uh, if uh, if you just go on their advertising and they got great copywriters, they'll you know they'll suck your money in and not produce. And there's always some excuse that uh, yeah, well your your submission wasn't good enough; it's taken way longer for editing. They're going to blame you. It's, uh, you know, it's very common in the scam word world that they blame the victim. You know, so and the victim is like, oh, well, maybe I wasn't as good. And they're really good at pushing your buttons, you know. So uh, so I would say get a list of all their publications in the past five years who they've worked with. And if they can only come up with three or four, (laughs) we're right there. They're not experienced enough to take your fifteen thousand dollars. I have heard of maybe this is not really a scam, but it's something else to be wary of. There are publishing companies that you and I have both heard of. So we're not talking about things that are slimy mm-hmm. under the rocks, you know, coming from Africa or some third world country or whatever, but uh, companies that uh, we cannot say because we'd get sued. Mm-hmm, right. But we've both heard horror stories about name brand hybrid publishers that sucked. What can we do to protect ourselves against them? Well, the thing is, is don't get in bed with them because they have teams of lawyers. That's one thing about the seminar scammers. They have it down so good. Like this one guy, uh, he knows, like I called the FBI on him. I have this dossier with 50 victims. And the FBI said, uh, 
how many of them are in our location? And I'm thinking, not that many, because uh, people fly into these events. And so they say, ah, there's not enough in one place. And TSA has us tied up. So I went to the TV station. Same thing. Has to be in their locality. And uh, if it wasn't more than a half a million per victim, they didn't, uh, they said, it's just not big enough for us to pursue. So the, these people know their stuff and they have lawyers to back it up. So the thing is, is do your homework ahead of time. Do not get sucked in with great copywriting and how, oh, this, this is so wonderful and we're going to do everything for you. I, I, I hear this done for you stuff all the time. It really should be done to you. That's what I say, because uh, nobody can, you'd have to pay $100,000 to do all the stuff necessary to, that you're going to do as an author to really promote yourself and sell your book and everything. So when somebody comes in and says, yeah, for $15,000, we are going to do this, that, and the other, and you're going to have all the marketing you need. And no, it's impossible. You know, they could just, just do an Instagram for you for a couple months eats up would eat up thousands of dollars if somebody else did it, you know, so uh, don't get sucked into these, uh, you know, 15,000 is not a, uh, a small amount of money, but it's nothing compared to what it would take if somebody really was going to do what they said they're going to do. Great points. And I just want to point out to people listening that there are some fairly big, significant name brand companies or hybrid offshoots of name brand companies that I've just heard horror stories about. And they have lawyers that'll eat you. <laughs> yeah. And they'll eat you up. I mean, that's their whole thing. They know they can crush you because of their size and, and uh, abilities with attorneys, you know, your legal fees would eat you up. You know, so. so, so check out everything before you sign up. Tom, let's move on to a couple of other ideas that I think are interesting. There's the best Amazon bestseller <laughs> marketing. Uh, I don't call them scams. They're programs, but just two questions. One, uh, are they, well, let's talk about what they are. Then are they really worth it? So okay. why don't you explain what we're talking about and uh, we'll take it from there. Let me preface this with uh, the fact that you can be brain dead and be an Amazon bestseller and there's no question about it. So, so one of the, uh, now I did it when it was cool. Long time ago, 15 years ago, I sold 2,700 books in one week, uh, beat Oprah. Only thing I couldn't beat that little, that little jerk, Harry Potter <laughs> came out that, that one of that week. And so that by then it meant something. But now, uh, other than one person I know of that's doing a really good program, uh, the whole thing is based around, being a, a top 100 in some obscure category so that you can claim bestseller status because there's no real rules and you know regulation on what is a bestseller. So uh, the problem is, is, is if anybody, if you're trying to be credible, if anybody that knows what's going on sees that, you just lost all your credibility claiming a bestseller because you sold two books last month in a, some obscure category. Now, on the other hand, people that don't know any better do get sucked in and thinking, oh, this must be something if it's a bestseller. So that's the, but for me, in my situation, I don't want to ever be thought of as a fake, credible Mr. Guru, you know, so nothing about me is fake. And so uh, by doing something like that, for me, you'd never see me doing that anymore. If you're starting out and you wanted some bragging rights, uh, okay, but you know, if you, a big company that you're going for a big uh, contract with sees this and checks it out 
you you won't get the job and you'll never know why because they'll say you're you know you're just faking you know faking it great i'm glad you brought that up because i believe for a long time now that scamming the system is just not good business and the unwashed, you know, the people who don't know may be taken in by it, but anyone inside the industry knows that you sold two copies on the 4th of July when no one else was buying any books and you got five of your friends to buy the book and that was it. And, but, but the, to me, the, the other part of the scan is you probably paid, I don't know, five, 10, $15,000 yeah, exactly, yeah. company to engineer all of your friends to buy the book at that time and send to recruit them, to send out emails, to, pester them to buy it and and such like that you know i'm just curious what kind of fee range have you heard among companies that are doing this amazon best the last i heard from the you know the ones that i would never talk to is eleven thousand dollars wow and the thing is though it's way easier now dan than it was when i did it when i did it there was companies that would um handle all the stuff for me. So the people proved that they bought the book and I gave them incentives, freebies, and the hand, and uh, the company handled all that distribution of the freebies. And like I said, at the time, it was a new thing. And so it really, I did sell 2,700 copies in one week. That's pretty good. So, so uh, but nowadays, uh, it's so easy to get into the top 100 of an obscure category that, you know, spending any money is kind of <laughs> throwing it down the drain because uh, all you have to do is get a couple people to buy it in that obscure category and boom, boom, you're done. Yeah, that is so true. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom, what about some marketing scams that you've heard of? Uh, what can we do to mm-hmm. ourselves against that? Because one, not, not one, a day goes by that I don't get a call from someone saying, I just spent $20,000 on a PR firm and I got nothing or $30,000 on this kind of market firm and I got nothing and I got no money left. What can I do for, what can you do for me? Is yeah. like, I got no money left. I can't really do <laughs> yeah. a whole lot for you. I should talk to me before, but well, uh, yeah. Well, there's one guy, uh, another well-known guy still, I see his name around all the time. Um, he was selling, uh, you know, we're going to get you uh, distribution and in, in, uh, in this big uh, catalog that goes to Ingram and all the places. Right. It was one line, you know, one little line like like the old telephone books. <laughs> I mean, that big for hundreds and hundreds of dollars that nobody would ever see in a million years. He knew it. He knew I knew it. I called him to the carpet on it. Oh, Tom, well, I'm doing what I promised. Oh, yeah, you're you're promising them a piece of crap, but they don't know any better. And that's the only reason you're making money. So that guy won't talk to me anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so um, yeah. So marketing. And, and the thing is that's so nebulous, they can say, well, we, we made all these graphics for your Instagram. And, but the thing is, is I've taken advanced Instagram courses. There is so many details to Instagram. I'm taking advanced Facebook now, not, not Facebook, um, LinkedIn. Um, a million details. They didn't do any of them. They made some graphics that were pretty because they had an out of work graphic artist. They could get cheap off Fiverr and they charged a fortune for it. And said, and so technically they did what they said they were going to do. Get you on Instagram. We'll get you on this. We'll get you on that. But none of it's going to pay off. You have to work your butt off on any of these platforms, unless you're, you know, a supermodel or something. Uh, to really get traction and, and make it work. So you just, uh, it goes back to great copywriting and them promising you the moon 
when the moon is uh, eclipsed, <laughs> put it that way. Well, well said. Tom, what other scams are there? Uh, let's see. Well, there's um, there's work at home scams that apply to writers. They, uh, you know, resume writing and uh, oh, there's all kinds of, what is it? Uh, Amazon reviews and write product descriptions. And so they make you pay for a directory of people that supposedly um, hire this kind of stuff. And then you're never going to get a job out of it. And even if you did, it's going to be pennies on it. So, but they charge you a lot of money for access to this. So, um, uh, the training, how to write scams. Mm-hmm. Now, admittedly, uh, there's all kinds of writing, you know, if it's a creative writer, maybe they're not a bestseller, but they're really talented and it could be legitimate, but to teach you how to creative write for $5,000 and then nobody's going to ever buy that stuff off you, uh, is, you know, to me is a scam. They know there's no work out there, but they write copy as if, there's thousands of jobs for writers making six figures doing just this, that, you know, writing resumes and doing that. No, there's not. There just isn't. <laughs> so, so those are marketing and, and uh, writing scams. And uh, um, there's another one that's uh, really kind of insidious. Say, um, so a company charges other people to, um, to write for them. So they, they have a client. So they farm it out to you, the freelancer, and then uh, they've done that to 50 freelancers. This is different from the first one I told you about. And so you write and submit, and they say, and now this is crap, the client won't accept it, which is a lie. They take the best one out of all and give it to the client. And even the best one, they tell the writer, oh, it was crap, the client wouldn't accept it. And so they sell the best one to the the client and they tell the client, this is included in the deal as you brand this with your name on it. So the the writer's name is never on it. Now, the one thing a writer could do is get some of these plagiarizing softwares to go find where their writing is and then file suit. But again, you got to get a lawyer and it's probably in some other city, you know, so you're screwed. So you got to make sure it's uh, legit. So they get and and so they get all this content from all these writers, and then they just start selling it off all over the world to other uh, people legitimately buying content, and the writers get nothing. They don't pay a nickel for it. Yeah, that reminds me of another scam. I won't say a subject to this, but you know, I have a a service that looks for my name when it sees it all over the web and sends me a notification. I noticed that someone uh, my book came up. Uh, one of my older books, and it was published on a Russian website and without my permission, without mm-hmm. royalties. It was just, they took a PDF of it. Of course, why someone would want to buy a 20-year-old marketing book about the internet <laughs> is beyond me. Oh, Russia is a little bit behind the time. <laughs> maybe, maybe, it's, maybe it's all new to them. Yeah, we have this new thing. It's called email. <laughs> so as we wrap up here, are there any scams that we didn't talk about that we should talk about? Oh, gee. I mean, writing related? I don't know. I, let me check my list here. The dangle large product. Uh, oh, um, I, no, I kind of covered the ones okay. I wanted to tell you about. Yeah, cool. asking for free work. Don't do it for free. Always get a 50% deposit. If somebody won't give you a 50% deposit? You know, you think you're missing a job? You know, you're not. You're not missing a job because there never would have been any money from that job. 
Cool. Great, Tom. Where can we find more information about your scams and uh, join your scam busters? Uh, well, <laughs> you can check the trailer to the TV show at scambrigade.com. But if you want to keep in touch, just uh, my podcast that you're going to be on here pretty soon is uh, called Screw the Commute based on the fact I've never had a job. So uh, so Tom at screwthecommute.com is good. And I have a freebie uh, for your folks if you'd like me to give them something. Uh, I have an automation ebook that uh, has it's saved me. We actually figured it out, Dan, about uh, two years ago, we figured that just one tip in this book has saved me seven and a half million keystrokes on my computer. That's just one of the tips. So I've been able to handle up to 150,000 subscribers and 65,000 customers without pulling my hair out with just the tips in this book. So we sell it for 27 bucks, but it's uh, yours free for listening to Dan's show. And so you get it at screwthecommute.com slash automate free, screwthecommute.com slash automate free. And uh, I'll just say you're welcome right now because you will thank me if you use even a portion of this stuff in the book. Well, I'm going to get my copy right now. So thank you very much, Tom. You were a great guest. You gave us so much information. I'm sure you saved people a lot of money and a lot of heartache because I tell you, even though I thought I was immune from all this stuff, they had me going. So you're okay, too smart. They had me going. You're too yeah. smart. <laughs> yeah, that, that's always been my problem. <laughs> Thank you very much, Tom. All right, man. See you again. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.